Hello and welcome to a special February edition of the Lisa Swander Blogcast, a place where reading blogs and performing manual tasks such as assembling valentines or plotting a nautical exit from the Northern Hemisphere can coexist. If you would like to read any of these blog posts the old-fashioned way, each post is published at lisaswander.com, and there is a link in the show notes to each post. Here we go. Ah, February. Your favorite month and mine. Today's post is from February 12th, 2021, and it's about how bad February sucks. I have a little light seasonal depression. And February is when it reaches its absolute peak. So February of 2021, when we were like thick into pandemic land, was the worst February I've ever experienced. I would say they've been easier since then, but it's still by far the worst month of the year. And so I wanted to kick off February by just commiserating a little bit. If you have seasonal depression, or even if you don't, if you live somewhere where it gets cold, you know what I'm talking about. I just listened to a podcast, Pete Holmes' podcast, and he lives in California, and he was talking about shooting a movie in Manitoba this month, and how he said he had newfound respect for anyone who lives in a cold climate because there was nothing he could do to get himself happy again after it had been gray and rainy and cold for like 12 days straight. And yeah, we know. We know. I hope maybe this podcast could put just a little dent in it for you. And if not, let's just plan a vacation. Enjoy. Beware the Ides of February. February 12th, 2021. Toward the end of my teaching career, I told myself that I'd start taking an annual solo trip in February, a long weekend of Lisa. I'd fly to Sedona and eat raw foods and sunbathe until I remembered that I don't like doing either of those things, and then I'd fly back home, ready to tackle that 45-week stretch to spring break. I never did this, of course. My coworkers and I were already teaching eight out of seven periods, why yes, that is mathematically impossible, to cover the onset of pestilence and shortage of subs in January, and I could never bring myself to make the situation worse. But that's a topic for another post and probably another therapy session. The point is that I harbored this fantasy because February is, historically, a low point in the school year. Students are falling off the power school grid. Coworkers are talking about how their diets are going. Everyone has a sinus infection. Administrators are shooting Jeans Day certificates from t-shirt cannons and stuffing mailboxes full of Hershey Kisses. The striped kind, even to stem the tides of despair, but it's no use. February is just a rough month to be a teacher. And now that I've been working outside of education for a while, I'm comfortable going ahead and expanding that statement. February is just a rough month to be a human. By Valentine's Day, we Hoosiers will not have seen two consecutive days of sunshine for like five weeks, likely contributing to most health problems that exist. My house plants look like they've been watered with RC cola, which I'm almost certain I haven't done, and I think their shriveled foliage is a pretty accurate reflection of the condition of my own brain tissue. Also, the wind chill will be in the single digits as far as the weather app can see, keeping us indoors and probably finishing off any remaining vitality 
not decimated by the lack of sunlight. And that's just a normal February. In a normal February, I have to listen to three wham songs in the shower, so I won't give up before I get to the conditioner. In a normal February, everyone drags out the Instapots they got for Christmas, because we know if we don't have the chicken going by 2 p.m., we will choose starvation. In fact, swaths of early humans starved to death in February because they all fell asleep on the couch watching the Great British Baking Show instead of getting up to roast the lemmings they'd been keeping at the back of the fridge. But this is a pandemic February, the final boss of all Februaries. And I don't know about you, but all I brought to the fight is one blinking heart and a master sword that has run out of energy. To illustrate... We're rolling into a four-day weekend in our school district. In an ordinary February, this would elicit some cheers and perhaps a visit to Great Wolf Lodge or some other kitschy, moderately enjoyable, child-centered getaway. Instead, I didn't even notice the days off until yesterday. When I told the kids, they erupted in a resounding, Oh, okay. Now, I am certainly glad the teachers are getting a break. Thank God they are getting a break. They will spend it, of course, grading late online assignments and tracking our state legislature's commitment to ruining their profession, but at least they can sleep in a little in the meantime. For our family, however, a couple more days off looks a lot like having a couple more days on. We'll be at home. The dog will eat a couple of Legos and then throw them back up someplace. The kids will fight with each other. I'll cook something delicious and underappreciated. We'll all be asleep by 9 p.m. We will continue to live lives almost entirely absent of novelty. It's real-life Groundhog Day, which is a state that kind of kills you creatively. But what are you going to do? There's nowhere safe to go indoors, really, and nowhere reasonable to go outside when it's 12 degrees. We've played every board game in the house and baked every conceivable type of bread. We've watched all the shows and scrolled the entire internet. Yeah, Caesar had his whole thing. But I say, beware the Ides of February. It seems to me that if you're going to get stabbed or usurped, mid-February is a much more likely candidate than a week before the tulips push up. So, all of this is to say that if you are feeling a little like this month is the panini press and you are the panini, you're not alone. Nor are you without reason. If every day is running into the next... You're huddled inside all the time, and you can't even remember where your freckles used to be, then you're missing three fairly powerful sources of dopamine for your cold, sad wintertime brain novelty, nature, and sunlight. No wonder you'd rather be sleeping. I have no advice other than to try to feel the feels and to try to latch on to something that makes you feel a teeny bit like your vibrant pre February self. I, for one, curled my hair and watched the Zoolander gasoline fight, which technically put me at four wham songs today, and it was just enough to get me to dinner. We're all in the same boat. Anyway, at some point, it's gonna be May. In February, all you can do is hang on to Justin Timberlake and try not to get stabbed. <laughs> 